This is the Mighty Quinn. Warning, you guys. This podcast is explicit. Yes. It is adult content. Yes. It's not for kids. The views and opinions are by us and nobody else. So, if you're looking for something without adult content, I suggest you go somewhere else. Bye now. Welcome back to the U in the Basement. I'm your host, the Mighty Quinn, out here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With my co-host Cody. What's up, Cody, uh, aka uh, Captain Howdy? Now, <laughs> and uh, we have a special guest with us tonight, all the way from an inclusive resort in Cancun, Mexico. The trippy hippie from the Hard Talks podcast, located in Utah. Alicia, yeah, Laparty, Sindalvo. Does that work? Alicia Leopard, <laughs> yes. Um, she's Hippie Hippie from Hard Talks with Bond and Hippie, and it has been a an interesting trip, to say the least. Um, it's kind of cool when you ask me if I could record with you. You're like, I know, I know you're on vacation. I'm like, no, that sounds great. I couldn't think of a better place to sit down and, and bullshit. I mean, I'm in my hotel room right now, but it's beautiful here, and... I don't know. I've been to Mexico a few times, and it's changed so much. The beaches are are kind of, like, disintegrating, and there's yes. a ton of seaweed right now. So you used to walk out, like, half a mile to, to get up to your neck, and now they don't really even have a beach. So yes. it's, it's kind of interesting. But, yeah, thanks for inviting me to be on that. You guys are awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for coming. Yeah. It's great to... Uh, you know, be able to actually meet you. Um, I know it's a phone yeah. call, but uh, we live clear the hell out in the armpit of Utah, so it's not like we're down in the city every day and with <laughs> fuel prices. Good hell, you know. <laughs> I know. So we'll have to make an excuse if you guys ever are up north. Uh, you're going to have to stop by. You're damn right. And I bet the, the boys at the Beehive would ask the same of you. <laughs> I think I'm scheduled with the 27th for the Beehive. Of May. Oh, hell yeah. Because we're coming yeah, out okay. for Mariah's uh, Salty Sex 100. Well, then we'll finally get to meet in person and not virtually. So that'll be good. <laughs> yeah. We'll hide. We'll wear a cowboy hat or something, you know? Not, no. the, not that we're cowboys. So let me ask you guys this. Well, <laughs> you never know. I know a lot of cowboys who have never recorded, so. We're just a little redneck, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, I, I read Mechanized when I have to, okay? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. But uh, let me ask you, Quinn, how long have you been uh, doing You Into Basement now? Since August of last year. So. Yeah? Yeah, what, seven, eight months? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Sounds about right. Yep. It's like after podcasters that we collaborate, like, how and why they kind of started their production. Um, midlife crisis. Yeah, midlife crisis. <laughs> <laughs> I understand that. I, I had a quarter life crisis, so I did it. I mean, I didn't buy any Corvette, but uh, 21 and divorce, I think that counts for something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I actually uh, started, I stumbled onto the other side of the beehive listening to, uh, it was Becca Hayes. I think she called herself the good girl. And yeah. She had those guys on, which I guess they recorded in the Beehive studio, and she stole the the episode and uploaded it, and so they both had the same episode. And I listened to it, and I actually heard Angel, and I was like, this son of a bitch, I've got to sit and listen to him for a second, you know? So I listened to him, and he ended up out here doing road construction out here. So I ran into him, and he invited me on this show. So, um. he talked me into podcasting. It's, it's, an, it's an amazing outlet, isn't it? I don't and, know. You know it's, <laughs> it, well, it's, it's kind of funny because like, when I started, it was literally like in, in a closeted area in my kitchen for like the first 15 episodes sound like trash. Mine are safe. Like, you hear your own progression, you know what I mean? Uh-huh. And it's like every time you sit down to record, it gets a little easier and... After a while, there's kind of like a flow to it. It's, it's interesting. But, you know, when I started, too, I'm like, oh, I'm just, people tell me I'm funny, whatever. Like, I could come down and bullshit and talk about hard things. And it's like, no one's going to listen anyways. And now I'm getting all these emails from people. If I'm late with an episode, I had a bunch of people like, yo, bro, where are you at? Like, did you die? And I'm like, oh, I just like it. But it's, it's, it's an interesting um an interesting outlet for sure. It's definitely one of my biggest passions. So I, uh, I think it's rad, and I really enjoy your guys' show. So you can ask. <laughs> that she listens. Yeah, right. <laughs> Clearly, you can't uh-huh. listen to all of them. <laughs> yeah, you go back, you're like that, Cody. <laughs> what the fuck is he talking about? Well, I always get a chuckle out of it. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, we do too, and I think that's a a, a way for us to vent. You know, maybe it's therapeutic, but uh, it has its ups and downs. It gives me some anxiety sometimes, and sometimes it's, uh, you know, panic. The recording didn't work, and i got to get it out the next morning for the audience and shit, you know. Um, but after you get it out, you feel a lot better, and you feel more comfortable in your skin doing it. So, Yeah. Well, and I think you and I related on that a few weeks back because I was like, sometimes I, I – uh, I, get, I just go down there and, like, whatever's going on in my life, like, just comes out, like, word vomit almost, right? And uh-huh. so when I'm back in production editing these, I'm like, should I keep that? Is that going to get my ass in trouble? Fucking probably. Let's publish it in. <laughs> oh, I, I like her attitude, Quinn. <laughs> yeah, Fuck. I've always restricted him, and I was like, hell, we got we to gotta cut that out. We can't put that out. We're, we're three weeks removed from a sit-down. Yeah, Cody, you can't say this. 
<laughs> cannot say that word. You cannot talk about abortions anymore. <laughs> Fucking stop. Yeah. Well, you know, after a while, you just, um, I, it's not even that you have less fucks to give. It's just like, you, you know, your audience will love you no matter what, right? If, yeah. And you know what's interesting is your biggest supporters are usually the people that hate you the most. So, either way, yeah. you know? <laughs> call me what you want, but you're still calling. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, so, you know, that's cool. Um, your co-host, she uh, she had a baby, and, and she's back at it, and, and she loves it. She likes Yeah, podcasting. yeah, so, yeah, my, uh, my co-host, he's a fucking riot. Um, been my best friend for about five years. Um, we met cutting hair together. I was actually her. She always gives me a hard time because she's like, "You didn't manage shit," but I was a manager of a supercut <laughs> back in the day. You stop shop, and uh, yeah, we got close that way. And I went through a pretty wicked divorce, and got we got real close there. And you know, I I've always been a big writer i went into uh i got a bunch of scholarships for like creative writing and journalism so that's what my initially ah. plan to do yeah that's and, where um, it comes from maybe but um i was talking to my aunt at a family gathering not this last thanksgiving but thanksgiving before and i'm like you know i've, I've been talking about starting a blog for years or something along those lines i'm like oh you know it'd be fun if i started a podcast and she goes, I don't think you should start a podcast. You're not that fun. And I was like, oh, bitch, I'm going to show you. And that's literally the fire under my ass. And, you know, I'm thinking about people in my life. I'm like, who can I just sit and banter with? And also, who keeps my ADHD on track? Because I am literally that person who will forget what I'm saying. <laughs> And so Sarah, Sarah keeps it full circle, and she also keeps the cheese from flying off my cracker most days. So. <laughs> well, that's yeah. great to have a partner in crime. I got Cody. Yeah, that's not working for you, Quinn. It's working. Mom, too. You know, it's a it's an interesting time to be alive. You know, in all aspects, the world's a little weird. Yeah, life's always crazy. So it's. It's interesting to have a platform to be able to, like, talk about personal experiences or, you know, shit that's been going on. Because a lot of people relate to you and you never think that they would, especially about the the shitty things, you know? Where we live, it's very sheltered. You know, I mean, Salt Lake's kind of grown a little bit to where it's a little bit more liberal and not so staunch religious and... And we're still in the community that's way religious, so we're kind of a base in satire, and prob- uh-huh. probably shunned a little bit. But we don't give a shit. We're we're going to get our name out there, and, and <laughs> we're starting to get some listeners, and we're having fun with it. Um, we do do t- the two episodes a, a week, and yeah, I quit doing them two weeks ago. And Angel called me and says, "No." <laughs> <laughs> you need to boost it up a little bit. And I was like, well, I'll try. <laughs> yeah. He calls me out too. He's a, he's a great friend to have. He really is. Cause you know, when I'm going through shit, if I'm like, if my cup's overflowing and I have no more capacity to take anything else on kind of like radio silence. And you think, you know, I'm consumed. I'm in my own world. And then I get texts from angel or Mariah or 
Dre Rocker every now and again will be like, hey, you okay? It seems like you fell off the face of the earth. Like, y'all good? And he's like, yes, I'm still here. <laughs> but that's a huge accomplishment to be able to put out two episodes a week. You should be proud of that. Uh, it wasn't going to be that way, and then we split off, went uh, with two co-hosts, and tried something different. You know, I mean, it's kind of uh, an evolution. I call it an evolution for podcasting. You know, trying to figure out what we're doing because I actually started this to promote hunting and fishing, and and we did like mm-hmm. the sports thing, and now we're we just say fuck it, we're doing whatever we want to talk about. So. Talk about sex. Yeah. We talk about sex a lot for a hunting podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Needless to say, well, our hey, hunters probably left us. <laughs> it's a carnal thing, right? It can be considered hunting. Like <laughs> only if you're doing like, it right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, if you go out here at a club and it's kind of like as a female, you're like, hey, stay with your battle buddy. And then for the men, I'm sure it is kind of like a hunt. You know what I mean? Yeah. And God forbid anyone here that you're from the United States here because immediately you're either either labeled USA or Utah. Everybody found out we did were from Utah, and so now I'm. I'm in Utah around here for people. They're like, where's, um, your, where's your horns? Alicia, where's your yeah. horns? Just carry around a rag and ask everybody if it, this smells like chloroform. They'll calm down. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I, I need to go get my fake mustache and pedophilic glasses. Hold on. <laughs> so I was down in uh, where you're at. Actually, I was more in the Yucatan. But we did get oh. down to uh, Carmen de Playa um, the last few days that we were in Mexico. And mm-hmm. everybody on our tour bus got COVID. <laughs> try oh, get, my God. Try coming home. It's a bitch wow. to get back in the United States. It's real easy to get out of there. <laughs> you know, I, I, this is not like, I don't want it to be misconstrued as me being political at all because I'm the farthest thing from it. But it was actually very interesting. I had a very long travel day getting here. Because our flight was supposed to leave at 7 a.m. So we show up at the airport at 5 a.m. We back out from the port, the airplane's port, and we sit on the tarmac for over an hour. Oh, and then the pilot finally comes mm. on and he's like, seems like uh, we're having some severe technical difficulties. So my first flight got canceled. We missed our connecting flight in Texas. And it's just been a big runaround ever since we kind of got here. But. Um, when we get off the plane, when we finally made it to Cancun, we get off and they, they dropped the ban on masks, uh, on airplanes. So we didn't have to wear masks the whole commute here. That's awesome. Yeah. But as soon as we got here, like Mexico is more strict about masks than the U S is right now. And I, I don't know why I find that interesting. I I just guess I wasn't expecting it. And so, like, going out, like, the day before we leave, we have to go get a COVID test for mm -hmm, us to mm -hmm. be able to leave. So Yeah, cross your fingers and don't fuck that one up. I'll tell you what, if you get the right pharmacist down there, for Mm -hmm. 75 bucks, you can get your ass home. (laughs) Well, I bet, but you know what? (laughs) Pharmacies down here is, all the medication is so cheap. And, oh, since we, our first flight was canceled, everyone's luggage never came. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's, that's so, the way you're around in a swimming suit for the rest the of the That's the only way trip. to enjoy Mexico. <laughs> that's the way to, yeah, agreed. 
I got lucky because I'm the only one that checked a bag. Aha. Uh-huh. I, I love checking bags. You, you, or I didn't check a bag. I'm sorry. I had a carry-on. Oh, carry-on. So everyone else who was checked got lost and it barely arrived. But it was kind of scary because my little sister has medication that she absolutely needs. Uh-huh. And, um... She had to go downtown last night to a pharmacy to get a generic brand because they, they literally couldn't find our luggage. And yeah, it was interesting going to the mall down here. So <laughs> yes. And I'm like, wow, there's a reason I've never been here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I go to the pharmacy and you're like, I got a cough. And they're like, you need Viagra. And you're like, no, I didn't come in here for Viagra. You need it. I was like, well, I didn't plan on buying any Viagra while I'm here. But Jesus Christ, sales? while it's on the fucking counter, we'll take this shit. <laughs> Oxycodone. You're like, you're like, how do you know I need it? <laughs> Does it on my face? I'm not do even that age yet. My nose is running. Here's some meth. <laughs> it is right. a cool concept. It is fun down there, too. Um, my brother-in-law was from there, and he's passed away, but we used to go to the pharmacist. He'd get sick down there, and he'd have, like, strep throat. And he's like, he goes down there. The pharmacist looks at their tonsils. They're like, here's your this and this. Take off, and you don't even have to go to the doctor. And you're like, how much was that? He's like, 18 bucks. And I was like, son of a bitch. Our shit is wow. so much more expensive here. <laughs> I seen that. Yeah. I, I, was, I was talking to a, a nurse here locally in the hospitals getting ready to change uh, ownerships. Uh, to an extent, they're changing programs, I guess. But I guess one of the benefits that she was explaining to me was for uh, what's the fucking diabetes medicine? What's that? Insulin. Shit? Insulin. I guess the insulin, instead of being five hundred dollars with this program, it's going to drop to thirty. I'm like, how the fuck did oh, you separate oh, from five hundred to thirty? Well, it used to be like ten bucks. Uh, my dad's had it. Bullshit. He's like, hey, will you grab me some insulin when you go town? I didn't even need a prescription for it. Hey Jen, sorry about that. You're fine. We know how to edit. <laughs> no, it it would uh, benefit to make sure that the plug was plugged into the outlet and not just my phone. So oh, I'm sorry. that's understandable. <laughs> no, I literally was like no. <laughs> <laughs> just screaming in a fucking hotel. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like sounded like a fucking mad person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Well, last night, I kind of went on an adventure, you know, get fucked up, drunk, bad, 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 bad. And it's hard because you mix all your liquor down here. They just kind of give you whatever. And it's like most of the bottles in your drink. And by the end of the day, from the sun and the water, you're just like dead. Go to dinner. I sing terrible karaoke. It's about 1130. And I'm like, okay, I'm ready to hit hit the hay come back to my room and they have those tiny little mini Coronas in the Uh fridge and my aunt's staying in the same room with me and I'm like, you know, you can have one more beer. The next thing I know, I'm having a second wind. We're going back to the buffet and then I'm singing (laughs) tribal songs and running naked up and down the beach, you know, and I'm just like, oh God, like this is all. There's that hippie chick. Uh, no. So did you guys so, go through like Costco to get down there to uh, your resorts or do you have a connection down there? Um, we have a connection in Texas. Uh, yeah, for your flight? No. I've never been to Texas. Yeah. Um, Houston? But or? I, I will. 
Yeah, it was Houston, yes. Yeah, I've been there. Maybe it was Dallas. I don't know. There's two connecting hubs right there to Cancun. Uh, um, Usually it's Houston or or, or Dallas. DFW? Yeah. Fuck DFW. Yeah, Cody's from Texas. (laughs) Oh, okay. Howdy. (laughs) Hi, y'all. Great. Now everybody's going to fucking know. Now they all hate me. (laughs) Well, hey. I don't feel too bad. Everybody gives me a bad time because I'm I'm I grew up in Minnesota, so my my Min- O's Minnesota. Really, my, <laughs> yeah, my vowels are very prolonged. <laughs> I was on a ramble last night, and it really comes out when I've been drinking. But I was talking about Canada, and my stepdad's like, "Oh yeah, Canada," and I'm like, "Canada, Canada." <laughs> I don't even know how to I say that normally. You're the one who says it weird. It's Cana- <laughs> It's Canada. Canada. Can- yeah. <laughs> All I know is you can get some molson golds up there, eh? <laughs> some fucking potatoes. Oh. <laughs> get some molson golds, eh? I'm so sorry. I don't know why that keeps happening. That's all right. Me amo, me amo the mighty Quinn. Um, tu uh, cervezas, por favor. Dos, dos cervezas. <laughs> How's that? She disconnected. But, um, we, were, we were talking about like airports, you know, and I never realized how addicted to nicotine I am until I'm stuck at the Salt Lake City airport for five and a half hours. Yeah. And they keep telling you, speakerhead, you know, curbside smoking area. Like, no, that can't be true. This is an international airport. They have to have a spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I go up to the service desk, and she's like, um, no. She looked at me like I was a criminal for even asking, like, where's your smoking section? She's like, out past security on the curb. I'm like, oh, I could just kill you at this point. I was literally about to lose it, and I was like, Time to quit smoking. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, oh, I quit uh, smoking uh, when I was 31 years old. I smoked and chewed and done all the shitty stuff. But I know. It was, it was like one thing after another. But, you know, the power of intuition is strong because I had a lot of anxiety the night before. And I even said to my mother, I'm like, have this weird inkling I can't shake that just something, something's going to happen. And just been like, boom, boom, boom. And I'm like, huh, maybe I should actually listen to that every now and again, right? Instead of ignoring it. <laughs> um, my uncle used to tell me, hell, your your uh, lungs are still pink. And that's when I was in my 20s. And, <laughs> and then when I was in my 30s, I was welding. And I was like, I don't think my lungs are too pink anymore, so I better get rid of this shit. So I, I gave it up, but I, I drink more is what, you know, yeah. I mean, you find another crutch for another crutch, you know. I'd be able to drink five beers and have a good buzz, and now it's ten. <laughs> well, and yeah, no kidding. I mean, like, my crutch became these stupid puff bar sticks. Uh, we have the same uh, they, same thing in our yeah, house. Yeah, they sent out an email um, the night before our flight saying, like, there are no ethos allowed basically at the international airport and that to anyone who's listening who's not local to utah just shows how conservative a state we still are because even though there's millions of people that 
travel in and out of that airport, it is a completely zero smoke free yes. like, airport. And it, it no, <laughs> I'm in the bathroom. <laughs> Oh, she got electric. Are you okay? <laughs> oh, shit. That's, that's 220 down there. <laughs> so I will teach you a secret about that Cancun air- airport when you go back. Guy Fieras. Okay. Guy Fieras uh, is like a bar and grill there. They have uh-huh. a beer patio out back, and it costs you $10 to get in. That's worth a smoke. Uh-huh. But they, they'll <laughs> let you smoke in there. And my wife, actually, we do this when we go down there. Um, we'll go in there, and I'll order some beer. I'll even order dinner. But all you are is buying a drink ticket in there to smoke, mm-hmm. and it gives you two <laughs> two free drinks on, on that drink ticket. And a lot of people are like, we didn't come in here to drink. Here's your ticket. Why so the they, come, they give you free They're beer. Like, you right? just take it. Why the fuck don't we have that at every goddamn airport? <laughs> it's congested as hell when you get in there. There's so many people out there smoking. You're like, God damn. <laughs> but I, I just well, go I in and get burned. I even told my mom. I was like, there are so many people that still smoke. I feel singled out. I cannot be the only one. Like, I'm looking around, looking for other people who are just like, you know, itching. You know, and I'm like, I cannot be the only one. But I did. 30 minutes before our flight left, I ran out of security just to take like five puffs of a cigarette and then I called my ass back in and I'm like, was that worth it? Yeah. And then I sat there for a moment and I was like, yeah, it was pretty worth it. Yeah. So, I know ladies usually are not big chewers, but they make like Zen pouches that are like flavored like mints and citrus and apples. Yeah, my boyfriend used to put those pouches in his mouth a lot too, yeah. And you can get them in any kind of form of nicotine i'd do that if i was in the airport and i had to well at, at dfw when me and dad were coming back uh we we were stuck in the bar area dad my dad's been smoking for 30 fucking years he was dying he had he needed a smoke <laughs> but he was dying and fucking pissed off and grouchy i offered him a chew because i chew He's like, no, I'm like, well, fine, fuck it. And I put in a chew, and everybody's looking around at me like I'm a piece of shit. I'm like, we're in fucking Texas. We're in Texas right now. Why don't all of you calm the fuck down? There's worse <laughs> habits. <laughs> yeah, well, that's when you say howdy, hey, uh, eight out of ten of us probably are chewing, okay? So keep those side eyes to yourself. Well, the thing is, especially in the Fort Worth area, at least I didn't pull out a light bulb and start smoking from it. Like, there's, a lot worse <laughs> oh there's a lot worse shit that can happen in that neighborhood. <laughs> so, so, what do you use to promote or boost your uh, podcast? Because you guys are killing it out there. Well, thank you. Um, so, we published off of Buzzsprout, which is really convenient because once everything's uploaded to Buzzsprout, it automatically disperses everything for me. Mm-hmm. Um, we are on Patreon, so... You still are. Yeah, I mean, to my listeners, I know I've been slacking. I do have a April bonus episode to publish uh, on this trip uh, before the end of the month. So I try to put out a bonus episode each month. My co-host, Sarah, is really into erotica novels. Mm-hmm. So for most of our bonus episodes, she'll, she'll host and read me some real dicey uh, segments of these books. And I kind of commentate in the back. 
So they're pretty funny. They are a little steamy, so that's why we're an 18 and up podcast. <laughs> but um, promotion-wise, you know, I just try to stay really active with our social media. Um, we've touched on some advertising opportunities through, like, Podcorn and, um, yeah, just honestly word of mouth. Um, I've always been a little bit of a rebel, so we had these stickers made and i saw you putting them on the plane <laughs> i didn't do that wink wink that's a fucking <laughs> felony just call her out no by all means but you can buy an illegal fucking covid test to come over here since, Who we're, did? since we're not talking about illegal <laughs> shit here right but i mean i didn't think about that because i was like oh stickers would be a great way to promote because i really love uh love going to concerts and live music venues so um, at like any of those shows or any raves I attend, I literally hand them out like candy. You know, here you like podcast? Here, take a sticker. Oh, go! I don't even say anything sometimes. Just like tap you on the shoulder. Here, <laughs> have a smile on a sticker. You're welcome. Um, but someone, <laughs> someone even messaged into the show and had taken a picture of one of our stickers in a bathroom stall somewhere. I have no idea where. I like the butt but, cheek one that you posted. Yeah, yeah, that was fabulous. <laughs> you, you know, you've got to get all the assets in there, okay? <laughs> so did you stick the sticker on or did she? She did. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, and she wore it around. I saw her a few times that night and she still had it on her butt. <laughs> <laughs> and yours but is But I uh, had this girl message in and she was like and though i know it's probably not your fault i would reach out to your listeners and tell them not to put stickers on things unless they have permission to be considered vandalism and i kind of chuckled to myself and i was like leave it to me to pick the most rebellious way subconsciously to promote the stinking show you know like it's so fitting you need to find I, a good I, tag or do, do your logo on a fucking real car. The, the old school social media. I know, just go up and down on the plane and put it on every day. You know, yeah. that was perfect. They're up most of the time. But, um, yeah, I mean, a lot of word of mouth and um, oh, collaborating. We got know? a visitor. The dog. Oh, oh hello. Roscoe. <laughs> you want to say hello? Hi, buddy. <laughs> he just jumps like, off my lot. It's a beautiful day yeah. here in Utah today. It's really nice. We don't well, have, that's good. We don't have that blustery. I hope it gets all of it snowing out while I'm gone, though. It's supposed to. It's supposed to be nice Because I don't want to complain about the, the water. I know we need it, but I'd also prefer it to, to just dump on you guys. No offense while I'm gone. <laughs> we hope it does, too, so we can at least have a decent summer and be able to water our lawns and shit. That's uh, we're yeah. we're so in a drought. You, are you guys um, familiar with the Ogden area at all? I am. Yeah, I worked at the McCabe okay. Hospital uh, doing the mechanical insulation on it for a few years when they built the new one um, in cool. the late nineties. Um, and then Level Three Communications. There's a, quite a few places that I worked up there. I've spent too much time okay. in fucking dive bars in Ogden. <laughs> hey 25th street is the place to be right and i also uh contracted uh hill field because i know you oh, did nice. but, uh, yeah i worked out there for uh a good summer 
off and on. It was yeah. just a maintenance contract. They needed something, I'd come in. Until some days they let you through the gates, and then all at once they hold you, and you're like, what did I do today wrong? <laughs> yeah. And then well, they I mean, cavity search you. Yeah, they, they really kind of do, you know, if they're not just fucking you in one way, I feel like. <laughs> <laughs> There's not much security in contracting is what I've learned, you know. It's a good gig, especially if you run your own business and you are awarded a contract. But, uh-huh. it's, you know, it's not. Like I said earlier, it's a weird time in the world, I think, for everybody. Yeah. Yep. And life, life's weird like that. You just kind of got to roll with it. Each wave that comes, you're like, hey, let me just get up on this metaphorical surfboard just long enough to ride this one out before I get knocked over again, you know? <laughs> Heck yeah. That's fucking life in general. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and too, you know, I don't think I would have been able to make my traveling escapades if it weren't for free vodka like i feel like the flight attendants could feel my energy they pitied me so on each flight i was like hi can i get a a coke and vodka and the first flight she's like oh this one's on me wink i'm like great second flight lady comes up like can i get a vodka and coke she's like here's two but don't tell anybody i'm like am i hell yeah like do do I do I have a label on my forehead that says "Get me drunk or I will die"? <laughs> I sang some old country music. Now I'm a rock and roll guy. But... <laughs> Bad beer. <laughs> God. I think he inhaled his beer. <laughs> yeah. Rock is fucking the diet Bud Light is this shit. I saw it yesterday. I was like, fuck, I haven't tried that shit. Let's try it. Bad it, decision. It tastes like tea. <laughs> That's funny. But no, uh, I sang Tom T. Hall. Um, I like beer. And uh-huh. I got free beer, Clear to Cabo, from Salt Lake. And that's a five-hour flight. But I'll tell you what, you have to pee like every three minutes after you get on a flight for some reason. <laughs> You're like, it's water. Oh, yeah, it's it's horrible. But I, I actually, I have a ritual when I get on a plane. I always order a beer and I'll get uh, like a Snappy Tom or I'll grab a, a Bloody Mary mix and then just have a red beer on the way. I love doing that shit. It's... It's fun fun to drink on a flight. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking around having the best time of my life watching, like, C-list movies on the plane. You know, the weirdest weirdest shit you could possibly watch. And and it's like, I'm having my own party, and I look around. There's people from France next to me. Uh I'm really speaking English. And my sister's, like, way across the other lane all by the window. And I'm just like, you want some of this? And nobody would drink with me. And I'm like, what am I drinking on this plane? Like, am I, is, is it bad? No, I think everybody needs to loosen up in traveling. Because especially <laughs> oh, yeah. as a kid, I never understood why people were so grouchy when they traveled. And as an adult, I'm like, I get it. I feel bad for, like, I didn't bring my little boy on this trip. But, you know, there were young infants on that plane yes. ride that traveled. And I'm just like. Oh, God bless you. I'm going to cross myself for you and send you a little PMA, positive mental attitude, because I feel, <laughs> I feel like that. <laughs> I need, need to just carry around a lamp and hit people in the fucking head with it, tell them to lighten the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> well, you guys, man, are, 
I have got a daughter that's your age right now. So uh-huh. I'm, I'm a little bit older. Right now? As in it won't happen again? No, it's not happening again. Oh, okay. I'm just curious. <laughs> I think if they're oh the same age. No more daughters. <laughs> if they're the same age now, they will, they will be the same well, age I, next year. I didn't year. tell you about the one I wasn't talking about. Oh, shit. Oh. <laughs> I haven't met this Wait, one. Watch what you say. You know, Da Vinci had children into his 90s. Uh, yeah. God damn, that sounds fucking awful. Hey, just think of the legacy that you leave over, though. Man. I mean, you're like, man, Father's Days are awesome. There was a there was there was a guy in like well, he probably didn't know any of them. No, there, there, was, there was there was a kid in like England or fucking France or one of them. I'm sure they're the same fucking thing somewhere. England and France. Yeah, the, yeah, they're pretty close. The fuck Cody knows. We'll jump back into that. But but this guy, he's a serial sperm donator, and he has donated sperm seven hundred plus times throughout the continents. Whoa. I think I've heard. It's about like that. my god. That's a lot of kids, man. There you go, and it's donated sperm, so it's just a whole sh- country is just gonna look like this fucking guy, and he owes none of them anything. I had an uncle that was broke. Five star rated sperm donor like is there a catalog of these men and like all the women are like down one or did he like offer himself up like on a platter and be like oh i produce the best children <laughs> well that would be <laughs> something a guy from the u.s would say <laughs> but in england they went to an actual donorship i guess oh but, yeah oh wow. fuck i'm excited that that's gonna turn out great is that something you're into I would love to. I would love to have my seed spread out with no financial fucking burdens. I'd hate to have that many Cody's in the world. <laughs> I disagree. I think I think the world would lighten the fuck up. It would be like taking a lamp to every head in the country. Just have everybody lighten the fuck up. So, so when do you come home? Um, I come home on my birthday. My birthday's on Sunday. So that'll be fun. Damn, you got to... Uh, a whole week up there. Uh huh. That's awesome. Yes, Your check liver light's going to be fucking neon by the time you get to, on a fucking plane. <laughs> my, my kidneys are already drying out. Oh. <laughs> hey, went to Mexico. Okay. Drink the water. <laughs> well, I actually knew a girl who drank the tap water down here when I was in elementary school, and she got a tapeworm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Um, so you can drink at the resort that you're at. You can drink the tap water. My son did it when we were down there. Yeah, but it's very enticing. It's very enticing that four dollar bottle of water that they give you on your uh, cabinet. You're like, in doubt, I need this one. Four four dollars for this. The liquor's cheaper. The liquor's cheap. But your room service, hamburguesa con queso. Por favor. And that get you a hamburger in the middle of the night. <laughs> yeah. Well, so it's kind of an interesting dynamic because my parents have had a timeshare up here for the last 12 years. So, oh, cool. you know, I've, I've, I've been pretty spoiled. I've been here a few times. That's awesome. But just the changes. I mean, um, the previous owner died a few years ago, and uh, the, the change in manage, management has changed drastically. It's um, and not only, it's not even the resort's fault because they put a new law in place in Mexico, or at least that's what they're telling us here, that they are no longer allowed to, like, serve alcohol. 
from gas stations or marketplaces or anything like that before we're past 11. That's a goddamn lie. Yeah, and it depends <laughs> upon the state. Uh, uh, we drove across the border through Nogales, went to the first convenience store. It was like one thirty, two o'clock in the morning. They wouldn't sell us beer. Yeah. Fuck. And, <laughs> they ruined Mexico. <laughs> but, too, since uh, my family's luggage was lost, my sister needed that medication like I was telling you about. And so my stepdad goes to a pharmacy, and they were they were basically, like, requiring a tip. Like, oh, we won't sell this to you or alcohol to you unless you tip us. So oh. I don't know actual law i don't know politics of mexico but um we yeah. need angel we need angel on here right now she, yeah. she patch him in. <laughs> i know now he actually might know but i mean it's it's it, 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 i don't know the first night we're we're here late and so we wanted a drink but all the bars were closed you know you can't even really get food unless you want like ice cream or dessert they have um hot dogs and uh, oh. I went and got probably about midnight last night while a nice Brazilian man tried to chat me up in broken English. It was lovely. Nice. You know, it's always an adventure down here. Mexican That's hot dogs are by far the best hot dogs and they only come out at dinner time. You can't get them <laughs> for lunch. It's weird. They're good. And you know what? Their, their hamburgers taste completely different. I'm oh, yeah. 100% sure because they're not processed or do you Anything, do, but have do you guys go outside the resort and see actually what cows look like there? No, I have never seen a, a Okay, they're not cow. the same cows. They're a Brahma breed, but uh w- which I'm talking country because I grew up on a farm. Are but, they uh, brown? Uh no, they're gray. Oh. Yeah, they're like a jersey color, but uh they're just you can see skin and bones on them. And so Really? Uh, yeah. So I've learned that in Mexico, eat the seafood which mm-hmm. fish tacos are amazing. Uh, coconut shrimp's amazing, you know. Um, you're making me hungry. Dear. <laughs> I'm yeah, fat. that's what I tell you, too. My fish taco's delicious, so it <laughs> doesn't matter what <laughs> Okay, we went there. <laughs> and Quinn was talking Sorry, about pink so meat better. not being good yeah, on tacos. But not salmon. <laughs> salmon. <laughs> oh, that's why we put in our podcast episode because sometimes I even surprise myself. I'm like, did I say that? My poor mother. <laughs> I love it because we have no filter in our family. Um, my daughter, my son, my wife, and we get these discussions out. Well, I grew up in a household that we were religious that my mom didn't talk like that. And so I'm the one that gets a little bit queasy, but I actually think like that. <laughs> no, that's the, that's the trick, though. Everybody thinks like that, just most people don't say it. <laughs> yeah. it's, not a, it's not a bad thing, like, but it, sometimes it gets me into trouble. I will say that. <laughs> no, that's good, though. That at least you're original and you who you are who you are. You know, I mean, hell, I don't even know who yeah, I am but- anymore. <laughs> I'm the mighty I queen. It show that I am <laughs> <laughs> always. Well, Alicia, um, I don't have too much for you, and I know that you're going to run and skate to dinner, and probably have to change clothes and and do all that. So, yeah, 
Well, I appreciate you guys. Thanks for chatting with me. Sorry we dropped our call a couple times, but it was worth it. I don't care. uh, We've had worse. We'll have to have you on uh, Hard Talks whenever we can. You guys will have to do it when you come up for for faulty sex testing. Yeah, live ones are are awesome. Definitely a lot lot better than audio. Um, We've done... uh, with Mariah through Zoom, and that that turned out pretty good. But uh, um, it definitely is a lot easier to sit down in person and talk and chit chat, and we like it. Well, it's more personable and off the top. You know what I mean? Hell yeah! <laughs> well, you're a good sport. Yeah. Enjoy your vacation. Thank you. That was good meeting. You I will. Again. I will try to make good decisions. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you got Bullshit. a boyfriend. <laughs> Hey, it's my birthday week. I can do whatever I want. Oh, that's right. right. Everybody should have two oh, boyfriends. Oh, oh. Yeah, that you'll, fun, that, you'll find that, this funny. That really Brazilian quick. with broke up English didn't think she had a boyfriend. This is you, right? So I told you we went on an adventure last night. Uh-huh. I got my second win. My aunt, my my little my battle buddy is what I've been calling her. Uh-huh. <laughs> but um, run out of beer in our in our little fridge, and so I call up my mom. She's busy call up my little sister and it's like 12 30 and i'm like rachel rachel i need your help i'm desperate and she's like what what's wrong and i'm like we are being detained and she's like what and i'm like you were stripping down on the the beach you know dancing to tribal music having a good time under <laughs> the moonlight and i'm being detained i need you to come get me right now to let them know that i'm here with another party here and she's like you are not i'm like i know it sounds hilarious but it's happening. And so she's like, okay, well, where are you? Like, we're down in the lobby. And she's like, okay, I'm coming. I'm like, great, bring two beers. And she's like, you're fucking asshole. And I <laughs> get off the phone with her. And I turned to my aunt, and she did end up leaving a beer outside her door for us. But I turned to my aunt, I'm like, well, shit, I, I just played my get out of free jail card, the only one I have. Like, if we ever actually get detained in another country, <laughs> she's never going to come for us. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, always keeping it interesting, but I'll be safe and stay wise, and you guys do the same. Okay, Alicia, where can we find you? Uh, you can find us on Instagram and Facebook at Hard Talks with DNH. We are also on Twitter at Hard Talks with D1. If you want to tap into our extremely raunchy but quite hilarious bonus episodes, you can find us on Patreon, and all those links are in our bio on Instagram. So, yeah. Hell yeah. All right. Well, this is episode 72. You can find us at Uinta underscore basement on the gram and Uinta Basin podcast on Facebook. Thanks, Alicia. Cheerio. Enjoy yeah. your vacation. Have a good one. Salute. 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 Ah, this shit's fucking toxic, man.